This is the Buck Crenshaw Show. The only reason to kneel for the flag is if you're giving it third base. Jeez out, Pete. Jesus was a fisherman. He don't mind I spend Sunday on the lake. Am I wrong? Don Lemon? More like Don Feminine? Um, more like Don... And now, Buck Crenshaw. I'm hacked off. I'm freaking hacked off. Honey, I'm hot. Gosh darn it. Good morning, everybody. Wow. You ever just wake up steamed? Huh? Like like you crack half a lid and you're already at an 8.5? That was me this a.m. Honest. I just rolled out sour. Okay. Before I get sideways, <laughs> before, wow, let me address, on, on yesterday's program, on yesterday's program, I promised I was going to give my listeners, my buckheads, I was going to give my opinion on how we can't say Oriental no more, and how come that's bad. I was going to do 2025 on it, but here's cliff notes. What do we call fancy rugs? Half my pad's hardwood, and now I can't have fancy rugs? No wonder the housing market went tits. It's dumb. Habanero. I'm sizzled. What is everybody putting on? Noodles now? What is that? It's like a... It's got the nipple. The green nipple. Sri Ramen. I haven't been this mad since O'Reilly took my ex to the Maldives. Pundits over strumpets, brother. Thought he knew that. You know, I don't think I've been this mad. Not since pastor told me happy holidays. Swear to God. I said, huh? Thought my muffs were on double tight. As I was saying, I've had it up to somewhere. I'm chewing on something I can't swallow and I'm ready to spit. I think I'm about to say bucket. Bucket. That's right. For folks new to the program, I love new folks. This is a segment called Bucket, where pretty much, I don't even give a damn. I called Farrakhan a gigolo one time. Hey, Cook, talking about producer Kyle Cook. Cook, you own or rent? Well, I, uh, I live at my mom's. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Uh, that's right, your mom's. Kind of in the back, uh, in that little... It's like a den? It's a maid's quarters, so it has its own bathroom and a kitchenette. Oh, sure, yeah. It's just right there at your mom's place. Yeah, yeah. Clementina? Mary Sue. That was my next one. You pay rent over there? Well, no. Trying to save money while I'm young, and I'm there to help my mom out. She has some health problems, and... uh... I own a home. Six bed, three and a half. Bonus room. You know, when a man owns land... And, and and a man should, and that's just true. That's just true. When a man owns a home, he gets HOA, whether he likes it or flat doesn't. HOA. You in one? I am not, but perhaps my mother... HOA stands for hell, hell on... Honestly, it doesn't stand for anything. Bupkiss, and that's Scouts. Don't look it up. Don't, don't look it up. We got this guy running HOA in my subdivision. I'm not going to say his name. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Just won't. 
His name's Tim Gworm, and he's a friggin' eco-bean. Drives a leaf. Guy doesn't even have a fridge in his garage, right? So, first running I had with Gworm was when he posted on the neighborhood forum that my backyard desert storm reenactments were, quote, a bad look. Like, all right, like, we won that one, so <laughs> get stuffed. Anyhow, these days I got Gworm half a click up my hole talking about your fence is in violation of HOA covenants. Bullpuck. And, and here's what I'm about to say, Bucket. Bucket. What about a man's word? Huh? Cook? Talking to my producer, Kyle Cook. But I'm also talking to you, my fans, my buckheads. These lefties love hiding behind their regulations and their statutes and their legally binding uh, laws. I'm a handshake guy. Remember those? Ike did them. Bush won grip digits too. I don't know if Gworm even has it in him. Gworm, put your stinking shandy down. Meet me in the cul-de-sac, dead center. Bring your wife with the haircut. I don't even care. It's called diplomacy, and it's the American way. Ask Kissinger. Wow. <laughs> Dunk tank, I was spicy. Sorry I had to start the show around in third, but... But... Hey, what type of world do you want to live in, huh? Stop me when I start making sense. Big show today, folks! Kyle Cook produced the ever-living nards off the doggone program this morning. What time did you get in, Cook? I pulled into the parking lot at 4.26. Oh, no! Nuh-uh! You pulled in? I pulled in at 4.26. Nope! Not me! <laughs> Sorry, Susie! Wow, 4.26 a.m. Can you say try hard? Just want to be a difference maker, boss. We're defending the American way. It's under attack! Today, we're talking the barmaid from Queens. We're talking the legacy of Tony K, my close personal friend and confidant, Tony K. May he rest in peace. And I'm flat out twisted if I don't hit the Bucksketeer of the week. All that and callers after this break. Play me out, Oh, Cook. Talking to my producer, Kyle Cook. Try hard producer, Kyle. Cook, don't candy bag the outro tune. Please, please, play me a track that I would defend with my life at the very ding dong least. Yes! Boss Tune! Hey folks, Buck Crimshaw here to talk to you about American flag pins. American flag pins, you pin it to your chest, um, and it's there, and, 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 and everybody knows what time it is. American flag pins, they've got red, blue, white on them, um, polos, blazers, mock turtlenecks. You can slap them wherever. Hey, how about this? Tag one on wife. Tell me that ain't foreplay. American Flag Pins, official sponsor of the Eagles Shield. Wear one. Worm. I, I saw him wear capris once. <laughs> Capri. He said he was in a play. But I think he just liked him. What a doink. 
Welcome back to the Buck Crimshaw Show. I'm Buck Crimshaw, America's chin strap beard and a 35-year veteran of media combat. I shoot truth. You can find me on Twitter at at Crimshaw Show. You can't find any of my five daughters on Twitter because, <laughs> duh, foreboding. So look, a lot of my people, and, and, and I mean people in the know, people who do this, they creamed their dockers over the young lady in Queens knocking down this primary. Couldn't get their wigs on straight over, over this chick, 28 years old, same age as my oldest, Binsley, taking out the cucumbent. Cucum- What's his name? Joe Crowley. Crowley. I mean, that's a name. Like, like Crowley could be a boat captain. You know what I'm saying? Admiral Crowley. I mean, it's, I, it's, it's a name. And I look over the ticket over here. I I don't I don't know where to start. Uh, so Alexandria. Let me be clear. Anything ends in Rhea, it's just asking to get cranked, right? C- couldn't you see those SNL kids having a friggin' yard sale with that name? Wow. <laughs> think think about think about the rhymes with Rhea, right? Mad Magazine is foaming at the crotch. And they want to put that name in the house. Dear Barbara. And, and, and that's just name one. There's more where that damn came from. I, I track right on this thing and I'm staring down the barrel of a doozy. Like, huh? This name needs an intermission. I, I, I need a pouch of emerald nuts get me through this thing. Is this name split over two VHS? Here's what I'm seeing. And, and and correct me if I correct me if I need to update my prescription, but I'm seeing two words acting like it's one damn name. Yeah, Buck, it's hyphenated. Oh, oh, a hyphen. Oh, sure. Like a, uh, oh, like a little uh, sort of a um. A dash. A dash. It's a dash, huh? Yeah, yeah, like when the parents want the child to have both of their last names. When they, huh? When they want both last both? names. The father's last name and the mother's last name. Isn't that the same thing? Not necessarily. Cook, Cook the audience and I can see where you're taking this. Buck, I'm not taking this anywhere. And we're both hacked off with you. There's only three reasons that your wife wouldn't take your last name. Number one, she's working as a car show chick, and all her headshots got the maiden. Smith, or whatever the fuck's. That's gotta get nixed, okay? Daddy makes the bread, baby toasts it. Number two, she doesn't want people to think she's Scotch-Irish. And I, I don't blame her, but them's the breaks. Again, you wanted bread? Sorry it's made with soda. Three, her attorney has encouraged her to maintain plausible deniability by cultivating a separate public image and social ties of her own so that in the event of your conviction on white-collar charges, she can pass as a victim rather than as a co-conspirator. It's friggin' textbook! Ask Madoff! Shoot! This is part of the... Think about the kids, okay? The... the, the, the the kid, a double jumbo name like that, it's flat killing your kid's chance at anything outside JV special teams, I promise. And, and remember, I'm a three-time New York City boys wrestling champion in the 126-pound weight class, Cardinal Francis Spellman High School, Bronx, okay? 
I got both knees replaced at 32. I think the game. When you start training camp, uh, high school training camp, the average football coach, he doesn't know a damn soul. He doesn't know. All he sees is a bunch of, bunch of stinky meatballs wearing armor. Right? How's he supposed to know Braden from Bradley? Well, okay. What he does, he slaps a piece of tape up over the face mask and he sharpies surnames across the forehead. Boom, name tags. Okay. Right on, uh, right on your friggin' uh, head, man. Okay, it's a tradition of youth sports. So, let's say he's taking volunteers to walk through a crackdown from the X. Who's he calling on? Roberson? Or, 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 Ocasion, Ocasion Dash? Do you say the dash? Ocasion Dash Cortemps. He can't read the tape! Can't even read it. Poor kid's gonna get stuck running gunner on kick team, which, need I remind you, is the most dangerous play in the game. It's a death sentence. Think about the kids, Cookie. Hey, how about a caller? Great American morning to you. You're on the Buck Crimshaw Show. Hey, Buck, this is Roger. I'm calling from friggin' East Tremont over here. Go Yanks! So, look, I'm calling about this Cortez bird in Queens. You think she got the veneers or something? Thanks for calling, Raj, but I don't thank you for your question. Cook, I need to call a timeout. <laughs> One thing I'm not gonna do on this program is judge a public figure on their appearance over their ideas. Too often, particularly in the case of stacked nubile women with full healthy heads of hair and curves you need a GPS to follow, we place our emphasis on what lies on the surface rather than on the value of their policies. That's crummy. Especially when their policies are as dog-ass stupid as hers are. I mean, is she slow? I, I, I'm only halfway rising. Honest, is she adult? Is this Make-A-Wish? Listen to this plat. Listen to this platform. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, time back in. Listen. Okay. Medicare for all. Housing is a human right. End of private prisons. Something called ass academy. Ass You know what? That's that's the wrong tab. Yep. Cook. Can we cut that? Cut what? I I, I got the wrong tab. We're, we're live on air, Buck. Oh. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to eat that one then. Okay. Honestly, folks, it's like a political platform in Candyland. How about this one? Federal jobs guarantee and a federal minimum wage hike. Not while I'm sucking breeze. How's that for a guarantee? When I, Okay. When I was 11 years old, and, and, and look, I'm about to spin one. When I was 11 years old, my grandfather made me aware of a summer job available at his pig farm upstate. The job was called Dung Boy. D dung Boy. Or, or it was Turd Kid. Wait. No, it was Dung Boy, because turd, turd Kid was supervisor. Dung Boy. The duties were simple, honest, and dignified. It paid nearly one cent per half ton of dung. I never wanted anything more in my life. Here was the catch, though, okay? I was not the only applicant. My sister, Brandy, she was also interested in the position. So my grandfather, he drew a ring in the sty mud, and he demanded that we enter, and we decide between ourselves who would be Dung Boy. 
So look, I fought for that job. I fought off family. I fought off the heat. I fought off a rare, previously undiscovered strain of airborne MRSA. At the end of the summer, I was able to purchase a paddle ball that brought me almost four whole hours of joy. Brandy, on the other hand, she spent the summer recovering from facial reconstruction surgery. More than 40 years later, she sleeps 18 hours a day to avoid the headaches. Her husband, Don, has a ponytail. They live almost exclusively on disability. We don't speak. Somewhere along the line, America has devolved from the nation of throwing hands to the nation of handouts. Cole here on the Buck Crimshaw Show. Hey, Buck. Bob from Bayside. Long-time listener. First-time caller. Love my fans. You know... Call me crazy, but I don't hate the idea of a $15 federal minimum wage. It's getting harder and harder for working class families to make ends meet. And at a certain point, businesses have to ask themselves if what they're offering employees is insufficient and honestly inhumane. Hey, 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 Bob, how about I give you $15 right now to can it and get lost, huh? How's that sound, Bob? Here's an idea. Cut the Netflix. HBO Now? Not if you can't afford it. Get it on layaway. We'll call it HBO eventually. Matter of fact, I'm actually watching Baller Season 2 on my tablet right now. Just on mute. Like, like it's, it's my fifth watch. You know, Rock might be the guy, man. Like, he might, Rock might really be the guy. So, Bob, let's run the numbers, okay? $7.25 an hour. If you're a serious person, you're working 75 hours per week minimum. That comes out to, like, what, $65K annual? Rounding down, probably. I mean, are you going to buy a boat on that? Not one like mine. Do you deserve premium cable? I'd vote nay. But if you can't lease an S-Class on that, you're doing it wrong. And that's just true. That's just true. Hey, Cookie! Talking about producer Kyle Cook, but you can listen to Cook, flag that number. He gets through again, and I'll pass a stone on damn air. Wow. You know, Gwerm did a ponytail for a while. It's on Facebook. I'll, I'll send you a link. Freaking jag. So, call that a platform? Pl- federal job guarantee? That's a platform? I can't say it. I can't even say it. Cook, I'm going to say it. Get your finger on the button. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say rat blank. And you got to beep it. Live. I'm going to say rat blank. America. Cook, are you ready? America, this platform. Cook, where's your hand? And the button? Test it first. I'm doing it then. Anticipate my cadence. America, this woman's platform is anti-American way. It's a legislative rat fuck. No, shit. Cook, are we even conscious back there? For crying out ugly. J- 
just take us to break? Coming up next, Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy, Tony Jay. In memoriam. People, you're a guy, Buck Crimshaw here, and I want to talk to you about calling SUVs trucks. Calling SUVs trucks, our nation's pretty much built on it. For nearly 650 years, the United States of America, I call them the United Greats of America because I love them all so much. For almost a full 650, the USA has been the worldwide leader in payload. It's a fact we're all proud of, but not one we could all participate in. Until now. The thing I love about calling SUVs trucks is that it signals to everyone that you have a career in manufacturing, but that you've moved off the floor and into a desk job. It's pretty much the American dream at this point. Calling SUVs trucks. Have you ever wanted to communicate that you used to bow hunt whitetails on the weekends, but now your Saturdays are for coaching travel softball? Look no further than calling SUVs trucks. You know, I've been calling SUVs trucks for just about as long as I've been driving. Uh, Matt, in college, my truck was a Chevy Monza. Isn't that something? That thing's barely a wagon, I called it a truck. Mind you, I was Pledge Master. <laughs> you can't imagine the look on these doinks' faces when I'd toss them the keys and say, Hey, go wash my truck. <laughs> they don't have a clue. Calling SUVs trucks, at least you're not drinking O'Doul's. Enough said. Fellas, do something for yourself by calling SUVs trucks. the kids cookie think about them remember, remember those standardized tests sat and that with the uh, with the bubbles and you got you got to fill out your name off top think about it alexandria ocasio dash cortez bring extra pencils kids exhausted he hasn't even started goodbye harvard Hello, wherever you went, Cook. Think about the kids. That's all I'm saying. Welcome back to the Buck Crimshaw Show. It's sad, brother. It's sad. News just broke the other day. Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy has passed away. Wow. Oh, Buck. Tony K, the undisputed warrior monk of conservative thought. Buck, he's not... He was the first white male in our nation's history to be appointed to the Supreme Court. Don't look it up. Wait, Buck. I said, don't look it up. Don't, don't look it up. I always felt like I had a lot in common with Anthony Kennedy, so this hurts more for me than it does for anybody else, and that's just true. That's just true. For instance, despite our shared allegiance to the American way and conservative values, we are both staunch supporters of a woman's right to choose and of a man's right to heavily influence said choice. Mr. Kennedy understood, and I've said this, that if we're going to ban abortion, we might as well ban bachelor parties in Myrtle Beach. You know what I'm saying? Like, chicken egg. Okay? If, if the problem's unwanted pregnancies, just ban me at karaoke. Right? Personally, I'm snipped, but you get my point. Just can't believe he's gone. Good dude. TK. I hope they got gavels in heaven. Bang one out for me. Buck, he didn't die. Huh? He retired. He's still alive. 
You can do that? Of course. Then what the hell's Ginsburg doing up there looking like a bird caught in a house fire? It's a lifetime appointment, meaning that you can serve for life if you so choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Look, if you're going to condescend to me on my own radio program, brought to you today, folks, by the Ozone, it's still there. Don't let lefties fool you. If you're going to do that, Cook, talk to my producer, Kyle Cook, who's uh, who's acting like a dadgum nardo. Cook, if you're, if you're going to... Just don't. Okay? Wow. I don't even like this segment anymore. Honestly, I'm over it. And I, and I had a whole list of replacement judges I was going to rip. It's probably going to go viral. You know, most of the people haven't even thought of these guys. I had Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Kid hit 50 dingers as a rook, built like a brick pisser. Megawatt smile, my wife's freebie. Pretty good judge, if you ask me. Nobody had him on a list. Better than this Judge Cav guy they're trying to pass. Can't keep a card balance. This the type of schmuck borrows your weed whack, brings it back, no gas. Smiles with his hairline. Freakazoid. By the way, Gworm's not getting my weed whack. No matter what he thinks. Cold, dead hands, baby. 2A. Cook, have you seen my bag of Davids? I had, I, I had a paint bucket of dill pickled Davids I was going to spit this week. You see it? White bucket with the, uh... Uh... Lid! Says Davids on it. Whatever. How long is this show? We're getting close, Mr. Crimshaw. Hang tight for me and I'll get you that corned beef hoagie you've been talking about all week. No damn mayo. Now listen, folks. America, are you still listening? Good. Last thing I want to do this week is talk a little bit of Round Rock. Little bit of Round Rock. Our nation wept this month when LeBron Lames, that's what I call him, Queen Lames, when LeBron Lames signed a contract with the Los Angeles Flakers. That's what I call him, the Flake Show. Once again, once again for the umpteenth, he showed a complete lack of a stone sack. Gutless. Here's my question, and let me be clear. This cat, James, cat's a queef. Can I say that? Cook, cat's a queef. He'll make a little bit of noise, yeah, but queef ain't nothing to scare from. And that's coming from a Nick fan. So this cat lames. He leaves the Rust Belt, the great American Rust Belt, Akron, Ohio, Tire Town, USA. I vacation there. And he joins, for the second time in his career, the glitterati of the coastal so-called elites. Uh, the flag burners. Here's one. Did you know that 40% of daily marijuana users, marijuana losers, I call them, 40% go to AAU volleyball tournaments and photograph youth tush on their DSLRs? I read that somewhere. True. Don't look it up. That's West Coast crap. Sin City. Remember when the cat did South Beach? Literally went and lived there. And, and, and if I have to explain to you why we hate those people, then you can go ahead and meet Jesus, because I got no use for you. Yeah, die. Look, nobody damn works. Kyperinas for breakfast in the sunshine eight days a week. Doesn't even sound fun, honestly. Ever heard of Total? That's breakfast. That's how America eats. Guacamole everything. And, 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 and do we hate them? Yup. All that fresh fruit and crap growing out there, West Coast. Soft. 
How about a cheeseburger? Made out of some damn beef for once. Queef Flames. Which brings me to my Bucksketeer of the Week. Every week on the program, we honor an individual who has lived up to the labels of Patriot, Good Dude, and Ass Man. We call them the Bucksketeer of the Week. So, fella out there in the plains, playing Round Rock. Little bit of Round Rock. Actually has a name. I can spell no Googling. How about that, huh? And he's got dog in him. Woof. I don't mean that metaphorically. They had to replace his right tibia with a Doberman's after he snapped the thing twig-wise. Still average 20-plus. Tough. Just signed a contract with the Oklahoma Thunder. Kid named Paul George. Plays just like Sugar Richardson, only minus the free base. Smooth kid. Here's my point, because my bosses say I need one. Get in where you fit in, okay? And that goes for Husky Denims, too. Get in where you fit in. This, this is purely economic market share, folks. And, and let me explain that. Because research told me 65% of my audience, my buckheads, grew up an unsafe distance from power lines. I'm going to break this down damn slow. Consumer Reports says there's eight beers now. <laughs> yeah, eight. Can, can you believe? Like... Cool it. <laughs> I love to suck sud, much as any damn guy. But eight. Bud Light, Bud Heavy, Miller Light, High Life, Coors Light, Banquet, Old Style, Limerita. That's eight. What are you buying? Bud Light, unless you're a Nance. Bud Light, and that's 80% of us. But in Hispano Ablantes, in the Pueblos, they're an overwhelming 96% Limerita. And that's market share. Bud Light there, Limerita Aki. Likewise, these coastal elites have eight celebs right now. Maybe nine, depending on how you feel about Seacrest. I'm out too much hair schmutz. If you're, look, if you're over 40 and you haven't given yourself the Johnny Unitas flat fade, then you're trying to be something you're not. West Coast. They've got... Will Smith, Gosling, Kim, Vine Stars, they, they count as one, Vine Stars, DeGeneres, Tesla, Property Brothers, and now Queen Lames. That's eight. Paul George ain't cracking it. Get in where you fit in. The Heartland. Do you know it's called the Heartland because all the red meat? A lot of beef leads to high cholesterol, leads to being the mecca of cardiac episodes. Get in where you fit in. TJ Maxx should use that. Cook, call TJ Maxx. I'm going to do a spot this weekend. The Heartland has four, maybe. Warren Buffett, Jimmy Buffett, Rock Johnson, aforementioned, me, Buck Crimshaw, America's Divorcee, and now I think Paul George has as good a chance as anybody make it a strong five, starting five. Market share! And that, not to mention, I'm taking Tornado Alley over Earthquake Egress every time. Twice on Sunday. Right? That whole left side's fixing to snap off next time someone sneezes. It's the Kit Kat of states. Count me out. In this, the unceasing war between the coasts and the quote flyovers, Paul George has given the Heartland another bullet in the chamber. And for that... He is the Bucksketeer of the Week.
Coming up next, it's Hot Can. You know the rules. Heated up callers don't get canned. But first, it's Cookie's Bite. Good morning, listeners. I'm Kyle Cook. Did you know that virtually 100% of Americans will live free and die hard? It's one of the greatest privileges of our nation. It's why the idea of universal health care, while heinously impractical, is also unethical and counter to the American way. Here's a thought experiment. Which of these two end-of-life scenarios sounds more wholesome, patriotic, and American? End-of-life scenario number one. Before your credit card can find its way back to your purse, the anesthesia is being applied. You're undergoing an elective calf sculpting surgery to remedy a lifelong insecurity. Your cankles. In middle school, a boy nicknamed you Cankle Carry. Ever since, inadequate health insurance has made it an impossibility for you to afford the emotional care you require to investigate and overcome the slight. Desperately, you reach for a $15,000 cosmetic procedure. As you slip towards unconsciousness, you are vaguely aware that the beeping of your heart monitor has slowed dramatically. You will never wake up. Untreated hypertension and years of plaque buildup have weakened your heart to a point at which it is unable to regulate the depressant power of the anesthesia. End of life scenario number two. In a country cottage where you still live unassisted at the age of 89, you bed down for the night as you always do. After brushing your complete set of uncapped adult human teeth and taking the few prescribed medications that you receive at no cost to keep your body running as smoothly as possible at your advanced age. Despite the decades of guaranteed preventative care that you've received as a basic human right, you know that everyone slows down and nobody lives forever. It's a fact that with free weekly check-ins with a mental health practitioner, you've grown to accept. You tuck yourself in and close your eyes for what will be the final time. So what do you say? It's got to be option one. By indulging in the excess of elective surgery, you live free. By expiring in the act, you die hard. Like Earnhardt, the intimidator, in a blaze of glory, pinned to the wall at Daytona. More importantly, the lack of affordable health care in our nation unlocks our greatest export, American ingenuity. It is believed by many of the most innovative artists that creativity is unlocked by life's constraints. There would have been no blues, no rock and roll, and no hair metal if the artist's every need was met. Likewise, the inaccessibility of healthcare in America forces patriots 
to come up with unique and daring ways to remain alive. Healthcare for all would basically make us Danish. Our lives would be lame, not rad, and much like a Danish art house picture, like 40% too long. Live free, die hard. The American way. I'm Kyle Cook, and that is just one bite of the cookie. Buck Crimshaw Show. I'm Buck Crimshaw, America's Big Wheel. It's hot can time. Let's do the silly thing, people. Call me up. Keep it hot. Don't get canned. Roll the tune, cookie. Caller, you're on the Buck Crimshaw Show. Hey, Buck. I believe that the bottom three amendments are 18, 19, and 22. In that order, they stink. Hey, that's hot. Nice. Caller, you can't forget about number five. I mean, what the hell are you so afraid of? Plead this. Caller. I understand that men who appreciate an outstanding bust oh, are referred to as happening? bold guys. And that those who worship the posterior are labeled ass men. But I'm curious. I, however, am most attracted to the undulating ripples and folds of the female lotus. Nope. It makes you a serial killer, that's damn what. Wow, family show, folks. Next! Okay, Buck, here's my hot can. My daughter just told me she's attracted to women. I'm thrilled. It's the first thing we ever shared except a Hulu. Happy for you, caller. I've said it many times before, gay is good. They looked at Rhode Island and said, don't worry, we've got this. A lot of respect for that. Caller, make it hot. Hi there, Buck. She's a chick, Cookie. Go ahead. As an actual witch, I'm feeling especially persecuted with the resurgence of the term witch hunt in the news. Can't hurt, Cookie. You see, can the witch cook? Quick, Cook, can you just screen a damn call, huh? How many times has a witch made it on my program? I'm done. It's not safe. Putting a whole lot of people in jeopardy. Last one. Caller, make it hot. Hello, Buck. That's the name. Do your thing, man. Buck, this is Tim Worm. Your neighbor. Your neighbor, Tim Worm. Hello? Yeah, so? So I was told that you were saying some unkind things about me on the air. And I decided to call up and speak to you myself. Okay. Oh, okay, you know, you can say anything about me that you'd like. But my wife cuts her own hair and she's terrific at it. Whatever. Not, not to mention, it's ironic that someone could have so many opinions about a person's hairstyle considering he has so little of it himself. Oh, here it comes. Personal attacks. He's got no argument remotely resembling a fact. Here's one, just, just, just for reference, a fact. Hair thinning among men is correlated with abnormally high levels of testosterone in the scrotal sac. Did you know that? It's cold hard science. Doesn't have a lick to do with your beloved feelings. Can we just stick to the issues? What's the issue? 
You're jealous of my vast media empire and four purebred Irish wolfhounds? What the hell even is that mutt you guys call dog? Fr friggin' uh... Mutt! He's a Yorkie buck. And a rescue. A refugee of the Lebanese Civil War, thank you for your sensitivity. So you expect me to believe your dog's like 40? No, obviously. His, his great-granddogs were pulled out of the, the Beirut rubble by their hindpaws. It's, it's generational trauma. He's suffered. That sounds real. Buck, your fence is in violation of, of HOA, HOA covenants. covenants. whoop dee freaking doink Gworm, don't tread on me. I, I don't care how minor a celebrity you may be, Crimshaw. As the duly elected executor of the Woodridge Manor HOA through June 30th, 2019, I am obligated to uphold association bylaws. Oh, it's Mr. Bylaws. Cook, cook, talking about. Should we be scared of Mr. Bylaws? Darn right. I am not afraid to exercise executive privilege. You better not. E executive privilege to suspend HOA membership and its associated rights, benefits, and allowances from delinquent property holders. Sanctions? Mr. Like Crimshaw, your banky worm or something? I'm officially revoking access for any members of the Crimshaw property. That's 5341 Pine Bluff Court. Yeah, it's where to I the live. Community fitness center and pool grounds. I got Bowflex in the basement and 15 foot of boat docked at Clear Lake. Try again, Mussolini. Uh, golf membership gone. Take it. I play adult men's baseball year round. I hate to do this, Buck, because you have children, but you leave me no choice. You're out of the Neighborhood Watch phone tree. Like I didn't buy my security system from the same guy as El Chapo talking about a phone tree. We live in a gated community, Buck. Why do you need an eight-foot rebar and forced cement partition enclosing your property? Okay, number one, riffraff. Every single year I get riffraff on my wraparound porch ringing doorbells asking for snacks. Wearing masks, acting like I owe them something. Are you referring to trick-or-treaters? They're kids. They're cowards. Show yourself. Number two, why do I need an eight-foot rebar and four cement partition enclosement? Why do I need... Why is it so dadgum important to lefties what people need? It's, it's always, we need police reform. We need debt forgiveness. We need a sequel to Bagger Vance. Which we do. It's just true. Great flick. What people need, how about what people want? How about what makes people happy? America offers life. Check. Liberty. Checkmate. In the pursuit of happiness. Check bounced. Insufficient funds. Maybe we should spend less time thinking about what people require and more time on what people desire. I.e. A, a, a big ass friggin white stucco looking uh, fence with, with a gate like we're Citizen Kane, another great flick. That dude was rich. <laughs> Monkeys and crap. People aren't happy. How about we pursue that? Be the change you want to see in the world. Listen, Buck. 
Oh, he's still there. What? I thought I solved this. Buck, I'm willing to negotiate. Cookie can this man be, Pam? Almighty slap sanctions then wants to come to the table? Who even does that? Weak. Do some pull-ups. I don't I don't domino with twerps. And I don't negotiate with hostile agents of authoritarian regimes. <sighs> I'm moving. I'm moving. Get me something lakefront. That's it for today, folks. If you're on the market for the best house on an otherwise crummy street, it's a good investment. Please DM me on social. I'm doing a private sale, no suits. I'll throw in wife, too. Gently used, mid-40s. <laughs> I'm only yanking. Until next week, folks, this has been The Buck Crimshaw Show. <laughs>